Vegetarian Zen, episode number 130. Welcome to Vegetarian Zen, a peaceful place for vegetarians, vegans, and the veg curious to share tips for living a healthy lifestyle. Now sit back, relax, and prepare to get your veg on. Hey there, Red Zeners. Welcome back to Vegetarian Zen. This is Vicky. And my name is Larissa. <laughs> we switched it up there. All right. So today, what are we going to be talking about? We are going to be talking about salad. All right. Well, you know, salad eater tends to be the stereotype by which a lot of vegetarians are defined. I, you know, sometimes people ask me, so you're a vegetarian, so, so what'd you so eat? What'd you salad? Eat salad. <laughs> And in general, it's probably a fair guess to say that when most people think of salad, they think about this like styrofoam bowl with lettuce and maybe a few tomatoes and maybe a cucumber if you're getting fancy (laughs) (laughs) with some dressing. And now while we would venture to, to guess that most vegetarians and vegans enjoy salads, of course we do as well, that's not all we eat. And the lettuce in a bowl connotation is definitely wrong i think so in this episode of the vegetarian zen podcast we're going to explore the depth and vibrancy of excellent salads let's do it okay but first a rating yes a rating all the way from the uk from our lovely friend john burns john rocks he's also he also listens to our other podcast productivity power Uh up and uh, so, yeah, so this is from uh, November 3rd of 2015. And John's uh, headline, I guess, is Tune In, Veg Out. He, he gets us, doesn't <laughs> yeah, he? Yeah, he does. So John says, this is a fantastic podcast. I was introduced to it via Vicky and Larissa's other brilliant podcast, Productivity Power Up, which has been life changing for me. As a vegetarian for the last five years, I've always been interested in veg forums and podcasts, but this one feels so much more welcoming and informative with great tips for how to eat vegetarian and and eat healthily, not always the same thing, and a friendly community in the form of the Peas and Carrots Society. This is a non-judgmental and invaluable resource. Thanks for the great work, Vicki and Larissa, and keep up the good work. That is so awesome. Okay, so he not only plugs Vegetarian Zen, but he also <laughs> plugs Productivity Power Up, and he plugs the Peas and Carrots Society. <laughs> rock on. Yes, rock star. <laughs> rock star, John. Thank you so much, John. And thanks for being so engaged on the uh, Productivity Power Up Facebook page. Mm-hmm. That's, a, that's a little baby podcast, and it's still up and coming. And so we really appreciate you engaging with us there as well. Mm-hmm. No, just to clarify, it's not a podcast about babies. <laughs> <laughs> not, a, not at all. No. All right. Are we ready to move into our main topic? Let's do this. Okay. All right. So here's the thing. I started out going in like a completely different direction with this. When I when I thought of this uh, topic and I told you and you're like, oh, that's awesome. You know, anatomy of a salad. How awesome is that? Right. Um, so m- what my original plan was, was to kind of like make it more of a compendium of like all things salad. So like, you know, talking about how salad, like you said in the intro, so salad is so much more than just like lettuce and tomatoes, you know, so there's bean salad and pasta salad and potato salad and all that stuff. So I was, we were just going to talk about all these different types of salad, but then 
I started just looking up and like doing some reading about green salads. And I was like, holy cow, there's so much more complexity and depth just to green salads, you know, that I was like, okay, we really need to do just they need to have their own episode. And then so other salad types like pasta salad, bean, potato, grain, fruit salad, they're just going to have to wait for future episodes. Yeah. And I think this is plenty. And the reason I say that is because, you know, you think about when you were you and I were talking about this episode, you, you there's a lot that goes into like juicing and we've done a juicing episode and a smoothie episode and all the ingredients Heck, we did that a go together. Episode. Yeah, that Nothing all the things tempeh. that go together. Yeah. But like how beautiful is just a green salad mm-hmm. that you can mix and match a bunch of different stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So there's plenty of stuff here to talk right. about today. Right. And there's definitely an art to it, which is something that I learned Absolutely. while I was while I was doing the the research for this episode. It's just so much more than like, you know, you said in the beginning, just throwing some lettuce and tomatoes and Well, because it's just like almost like the smoothie and the, the smoothies and the juicing. You there's certain things you probably shouldn't be mixing together. <laughs> that exactly. probably just don't taste that well together. Exactly. All right, so let's get into it. All right. So let's talk about just first of all the components of traditional green salads. And then so we'll talk about first of all we'll talk about the green some different options, talk about some other ingredients, uh, some ways to add protein to your salads, but then we'll wrap and some dressings and then we'll wrap up with some just tips for like making a killer salad. All right. And we're going to try not to get too much into nutrition. So this Mm -hmm. is more about the assembly Right. right. The, with the exception of greens, because that, you know, the greens make up the the base of any green salad. So I kind of thought, let's talk about like, what are the most, which greens give you the most nutritional bang for your buck? Uh, and then all the other stuff is kind of like, yeah, no, that's good. That that makes yeah. sense. All right. So nutrition wise, the darker the greens, the better they are for you, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the great thing is that you can mix different kinds of greens into your salad to ensure that you're getting a lot of different beneficial nutrients. So mm-hmm. like lettuce, you're talking about romaine lettuce, and that's a good source of fol- folic acid, ri- and it's rich in A, vitamin A and vitamin K. Mm-hmm. And then there's butter lettuce. Now, I don't know that I've ever had butter you lettuce. You know, I, I haven't either. And it's so funny. Um... We we went to Whole Foods this afternoon, and as we were checking out, there was a lady behind us, and in her cart, she had a package of butter lettuce. And I was looking at it thinking, we're doing a podcast on that, and I've can never I t- had can it. Can I taste some of your lettuce? Yeah, can I just have a little bit of that? <laughs> can I just have Thank a leaf? You. <laughs> <laughs> you won't miss it. Um, no, but I was thinking that. I was like, I- I've never really had it. But um, from what I understand, it has kind of like a rich, almost buttery texture taste kind Hence of Hence the name butter, butter lettuce. lettuce um but it is a really good source of vitamin a um and it does have small amounts of iron and calcium but one of the the kind of i guess selling points for butter lettuce it is that it's low in sodium oh. and i mean you wouldn't think of like lettuce having a lot of sodium anyway but it is one of the ones that's lower in sodium all right and then there's iceberg lettuce which i think a lot of people grow up on and quite honestly this turned me off to salad to begin because it doesn't taste like much Mm -mm. right and it it doesn't have a lot of nutritional value either but what it does have is it is very water rich so it does tend to fill you up but quite honestly not my favorite type of lettuce yeah well and you know the water the the fact that it has a high water count it does uh, actually contribute to your daily fluid needs (laughs) needs <laughs> so that's interesting okay. all right but yeah i mean it does it doesn't you're right it doesn't have flavor or it's just kind of blah 
Um, and then uh, there's a couple other kinds of lettuce. There's red leaf lettuce, green leaf lettuce. Um, there's field greens. Uh, so those those are kind of the lettuces, the lettuces. So lettuce I would say, <laughs> let tie, let let tie. I don't know. Uh, but uh, so then you know there of course the other two biggest kind of like bulk bases I guess for salads are um, spinach and kale, right? Right. So spinach is a great source of vitamin A, C, K, iron, and fiber. Mm-hmm. And uh, again, spinach contains more folic acid than most salad greens, so that's good. Um, you can one good thing with spinach is to pair it with strawberries, balsamic vinegar, and feta, and that makes like a really simple salad. Now, do you remember uh, the uh, the coffee house that I go to sometimes down on? Like right across from a Carnival yes. College. Do you remember I uh, gave you that salad, the oh Commonwealth salad? Oh my god! That's what that was. That was such a good salad. It was really good. Just very basic. It had, and they also did like the candied walnuts. Yes. On it. And I will say, spinach <laughs> is probably my favorite green base to have in a salad. Mm-hmm. It's my favorite to have in a juice. <laughs> yeah. Because it doesn't taste. I mean, you you don't really taste it. It doesn't have a strong taste like some of these other things, like kale. It's a very strong taste. And you can't have kale. I can't have kale. She's no. allergic to kale. Yes. But one cup of kale fulfills your daily requirement for vitamins A, C, and K. That's pretty... That's Yeah, that's, that's a daily requirement. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they're also, uh, kale is also an excellent source of iron, calcium, and potassium, and it pairs well with roasted squash, nuts, seeds, and beans. Mm-hmm. So if you're looking for, like, to make a bean salad or yeah. something, you can add that, you know, put, put that on top. Um, I personally like it more in juices, mm-hmm. but, I mean, I can deal with it in in uh, salads too right right well you know um the vegetarian restaurant that we go to here green Mm -hmm. vegetarian cuisine they actually make uh i like their kale salad um unfortunately that was one of the ways that i found out i was allergic to it (laughs) is by eating their kale salad (laughs) twice and getting sick both times so um but it is good yeah uh all right so then there's um greens that are in the cress family so you hear watercress is the most common one right watercress uh and watercress one serving contains almost all of the daily recommended intake for vitamins A and K and half the daily recommendation for vitamin C. So it's actually a it's actually a good one. It's pretty good, yeah. Yeah, it contains more nutrients than romaine and leaf lettuce. All right, this next one I am not really fond about, but this is arugula. Mm-hmm. And it's also called rocket. I'm not sure why. But just <laughs> rocket. That, I would think I would like this because this has more of a peppery flavor, but it's not nutrient dense compared to other greens. And it, it is great to mix with other greens to add flavor, but I just don't, don't, I don't dig really this very much. I don't really care for it either. It's one of those that, um, you know, when you get, like if you go to a... <laughs> what I call a frou-frou restaurant, uh, which I don't like. I don't like frou-frou food. You know, the thing where there's like one tiny thing on a big plate with some <laughs> drizzled stuff around it. That's not me. Um, not but me either. When you, when you get a salad at a place like that, a lot of times it'll be that field greens and mixed greens and they'll have arugula and all these things that look like weeds. And uh, yeah, I'm just not a fan. Um, but, you know, I mean, some people really like it. So uh, now the next thing is Swiss chard. And which is a good source of vitamins A, C, and K, and does provide some iron and calcium. Uh, I, you know, we use Swiss chard in juices. I've, I don't know if I've really had it in a salad. Yeah, I haven't either. We typically use it in juices, and quite honestly, I just don't taste it. I yeah, don't. it's one of those. It's kind of like spinach yeah. for me. It's just like kind of yeah. doesn't have you much get the of a taste. Nutrient benefits without really much. 
Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't taste bitter. Yeah. Doesn't, it's just there. And I'm not allergic to it. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Uh, and then uh, in the chicory family, there's um uh, on there's endive or as the fancy people say endive. <laughs> um, <laughs> like all fancy. Has really somebody said that? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, radicchio. There's escarole and frise. Those are four different uh, greens that are all in that same chicory family. And then also beet greens. Um, I don't like beet anything tops bottoms sides middles whatever i'm not a fan of beets yeah i I can dig beets yeah so but the greens um apparently make tasty salads all right so let's talk about some commonly used vegetables okay so we're just going to kind of blast through a couple of lists here because i mean quite frankly everybody kind of like has their own stuff that they add on their salads and most people know the basic stuff and, and uh, we're not getting into a lot of nutrients here. Um, so I want to move on to the good stuff. So no shockers here, no shockers. Yeah. So, you know, the, the most commonly used salad kind of toppers, I guess, is tomato, um, white, yellow, or red onion, cucumber, carrots, radish, celery, cabbage, green onions. And then, um, some other kind of less common ones, I guess. And I mean, you still find these in like restaurant salad bars. Big salad I guess. bars, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so things like broccoli, cauliflower, green beans, English peas, asparagus, leeks, mushrooms, things like that. Um, and then you have fruits like apple, orange, mango, raisins, grapes, and pears. Mm-hmm. I love fruit in salads. Fruit? Fruit. <laughs> I love fruit in salad. I particularly like apples and oranges. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and you know, um, and grapes. When we have, uh, we have the, we always keep the little like mandarin oranges downstairs or the little tangerines or whatever they are um, for, for your snacks and stuff. And you've had me put those in salads mm-hmm. before. Yeah. Um, all right. So that's, you know, just some fruit stuff you can add. And of course, I mean, you can add anything you want to a salad, but we'll, we'll talk about some tips uh, a little later on. All right. All right. Well, proteins, it's always nice, especially for vegetarians, to be able to add some protein to your salad. Of course, you know, we don't add the chicken and the beef and the uh, tuna and all that stuff. But as you know, because we've told you and because you're smart, uh, there are plenty of vegetarian and vegan proteins. So don't just, I mean, put some thought into it. Don't just dump any high protein ingredient into your salad. I mean, there are so many choices so make sure you're choosing ones that match the theme of your salad. You are the artiste. The salad, salad artiste. artiste. Yeah. So think uh, about it. That's true, though, because if you put something that's really just the same thing with juices like mm-hmm. and smoothies is that if you're just throwing a lot of stuff in there without really giving much thought to it, you might come out with something really nasty. Really gross. <laughs> yeah. And it's just not going to be very appetizing and it should be very enjoyable. You know, we mm-hmm. always say we get plenty of good food and uh, it really would go a long way to just put a little bit of thought into it. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about some of the legumes. 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 <laughs> so there's kidney beans, navy beans, lima beans, chickpeas, and nuts like mm-hmm. almonds, cashews, pecans, walnuts, and peanuts, which I love. I love putting like uh, probably walnuts is my favorite thing to put in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like cashews. I'm not. I'm really not a fan of the others. And um, well, I like all s- of these, but in salads, in salads, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I like cashews, um, peanuts. I, I I don't know. I I can't really think that I would enjoy peanuts on a salad, um, unless maybe it was like an Asian. Yeah, yeah, I think I've seen it like that before. Yeah, Yeah. I can can see that. And then there's seeds like pumpkin seeds, sesame, flour, chia, and flax. Sunflower. 
Oh, sunflower. Sorry. <laughs> sunflower. Or flower seeds. Oh, flower. Yeah. Uh, now, I've had pumpkin seeds, and I think that's pretty good. I think I've had flax seeds, too, and I think that's pretty good. I, I'm just not much of a... I'd rather have, like, walnuts than, mm-hmm. than like seeds. sunflower mm-hmm. seeds or yeah. something. Now, see, I like sunflower seeds just for a snack, just like roasted sunflower yeah, seeds. Yeah, but I don't really dig them in the salad so much. I don't think I've really tried it, so I really need to do some salad I I hate it, but I just don't. I'd rather have nuts. Yeah, so then there's also tofu, of course, uh, as a protein source, or even tempeh, you know, if you do mm-hmm. some, if you grill some tempeh or, or uh, bake it or whoever you want to prepare We were just it. talking about tempeh today because we were, one of our upcoming episodes is was a requested episode that we're going to be doing on... Um, was it fermented foods? No, that's going to be one yeah. fermented foods. But then another one was uh, uh, just on overall flora. gut flora. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, so anyway, we were at Whole Foods and we were looking at um, some different fermented foods like kombucha and and uh, kefir and different things like that. And of course, uh, tempeh is is uh, one of those. So, uh, but anyway, tofu. You know, you can use if you're. If you're out somewhere, of course, then, you know, if it's on the menu, you can do it. But if you're making salad at home, you can make some really awesome uh, marinated tofu. And the good thing about it is that you can soak it in a marinade that complements the theme of your salad. Yeah. And then bake it or fry it or whatever. Yeah, however so like you if you're doing do Asian. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yeah, awesome. Absolutely. Or if you're doing like a Southwestern salad, you can do it with some taco type seasoning and the marinade and kind of, you know, and, and it soaks up that flavor. Right. And then a couple of other, other choices for protein if you are a vegetarian as opposed to a vegan are mm-hmm. egg and cheese. Mm-hmm. Right. And then, of course, you know, there's the little um, sprinkly bread stuff like croutons or pita chips or pita pieces or whatever that you can add. Um, Dressings, as far as dressings go, here's the thing. You really want to resist the temptation to smother this beautiful salad that you've just made with like heavy, creamy dressings like ranch, Caesar, French, you know, things like that. Now, I'll be the first to admit when I started eating salads like three years ago, I'm, f- I'm what, 44 like now. That, yeah. <laughs> Oops. Uh, you know, when I started really eating salads, I really still had, I just didn't like the taste of lettuce or spinach or the texture and whatever. So I would like cover it in uh like Caesar dressing or ranch or something like that, you know, you'd have some green stuff with your dressing. Right. (laughs) Right. And I mean, really, I would have like a bite of dressing with a leaf of lettuce, you know, and that's really not good. I mean, I've, I think I've grown in my salad eating now so that I can have a nice, like lighter vinaigrette and not, and, and enjoy it more. Your palate has sophisticated. I I guess something's (laughs) happened. Um, So, but yeah, lighter vinaigrettes with bright flavors will really help to tie your salad ingredients together without overpowering the ingredients, without weighing your salad down, and just really help you enjoy. Not to mention the caloric intake on that, right? No kidding. A lot of those can be really heavy in calories. Yes, no kidding. So, so you know, try citrus juices combined with different vinegars um, with your salads and and creating vinaigrettes like that. All right, let's close out this episode with some tips for creating some killer salads. All right. All right, so the first one is to use the freshest ingredients you can. Now, that makes a big difference. Yeah. It really does. Of course, if you're at a restaurant, you can't really control that, but uh, hopefully they'll, it'll be a nice restaurant that will have fresh salad stuff. So, But if you're doing this at home, use the freshest ing- ingredients. You can uh, make sure you look for fruits and vegetables 
when they're and get them when they're at their peak ripeness, use them when they're at their peak ripeness. The good thing about, um, you know, if you go to farmers markets is you can build your salads with what is in season. So, you know, when it's when spinach is in season, when it's cooler, um, you can use that more, you can use different types of, you know, when kale is is really at its freshest, use that. So just try different types of things based on what you can find at your farmer's markets. Yeah. And then really try to texturize your salad. So try mixing some things up like a combination of crunchy, soft, firm, different types of textures. And that kind of it makes it interesting, mm-hmm. right? Right. Plus, when you have different textures going on, I mean, you you really have to take extra time to chew, you know, everything. Yeah. Uh, it's not just one soft mass of stuff that just slides down and you don't even taste it. I mean, you have to take t- time to chew and kind of break that down and blend the flavors in your mouth and, and you can taste how it combines. Everything combines. Yeah. Now, this next point is uh, definitely something that I appreciate and that is balancing the flavors in your salad. So I like different types of tastes like salty, sweet, tangy. That is really cool. Like the sweet and sour is really good. I mm-hmm. I really appreciate that cuz I don't have much of a sweet tooth, but I like this is I this is probably why I like fruit in salads because mm-hmm. fruit by itself is just a little too sweet for me sometimes, but when you put it in a salad, it kind of balances that out. Mm-hmm. Especially if you add some salty, like uh, some walnuts, like or nuts something. or yeah. something. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Um, you know, some of the greens are a little bitter for me. You know, some of the uh, types of lettuce, um, just I find them a little bitter. But I think that that's where, like you say, if you add something that kind of balances that out, it can really help you not notice the bitterness. Right, um, right. So yeah, salads that are all just like one or two types of of taste, like all. Well, all salty would be gross, and I like salt. But uh, you know, just overly sweet or just not—it doesn't have the balance. It's just boring, right? Yeah. All right. So then uh, you can toast nuts and seeds to really bring out the flavors. Love this idea. Mm-hmm. That really does make it pop a little bit more, right? Right. Yeah. So I, some, you know, sometimes I'll toast um, hazel. No. Brazil nuts for you. And then the other day, I, d- I always say hazelnuts when I mean Brazil uh-huh. nuts. Uh, and then the other day, you wanted some uh, almonds. almonds yeah. And I just I just had raw almonds from, you know, when I made almond milk. And so I just popped those in the oven at 350 for like five minutes and then stir and then five minutes. And that's it. And then just I, I added a little bit of oil to kind of crisp the outsides, but you don't have to. And then just a little salt or some seasoning, some herbs, whatever you want to add. Um, and it's awesome. And it, it, you know, it really brings out that nutty flavor. Yeah. So in addition to mixing different things, um, you also want to make sure you're balancing. So you want to have good amounts of, you know, if you have like a green based salad with a ton of tomato and only a tablespoon of, of the other ingredients, it's not really going to balance that well. No, it's like, yeah, you want, so you want like, if you have other like, um, kind of co-featured ingredients, I guess. So maybe if you have like some avocado and um, some nut pine nuts or, uh, you know, different things like that, make sure that you can, you get to taste each one of them. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, three pine nuts on a salad is not going to do jack. <laughs> I mean, you know. Unless that's all you have. <laughs> three well, pine okay, nuts. Maybe yeah. you're down to the bottom. And <laughs> all right. Um, and then there's adding fresh herbs. So this is a great idea too. Mm-hmm. So yeah. our herb garden is dormant right now, mm. but uh, I'm sure in the spring we'll be getting we'll be 
planning some more. Mm-hmm. So, um, so yeah, this is a great idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So dill, um, some maybe even some rosemary, some basil is a really good one to add. Uh, sage, you know, things like that. Um, and just be generous with it. You don't have to be now. Obviously, adding dried herbs to a salad is just not going to cut it. Um, that's dra- dried herbs are great for a lot of things, but not in a salad because you know it's just going to be flakes of. It's just going to be dried flakes. So get those fresh ones. Yeah, get the fresh stuff. All right. So I think that wraps up our salad episode. Let's move into the recipe of the week, which is (gasps) surprise. Surprise. Salad. Salad. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, actually, what I'll do is another curated blog post. Um, I'm getting pretty good at these. Uh, Yeah, people like them because you have a variety of stuff in there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, And, you know, the other thing I like about doing them is I'm able to share other people's recipes. You know, so I I can go out on on the web and I can find all these awesome recipes from different vegetarian vegan websites and then share them. So, you know, they get some love, too. So I really like doing that. All right. So moving into the quote of the week, and I hope I don't butcher this gentleman's name too badly. He is a chef and a writer. His name is Yodam Odolenghi. I think you did a good job. It's probably. I it. don't know if that's right, but <laughs> sounds good to me. All right. The quote is A well made salad must have a certain uniformity. It should make perfect sense for those ingredients to share a bowl. Love it. Love it. Yeah. And, you know, this goes back when I was, when I found this quote, I was thinking about, like I was saying, the juicing and the smoothies. I mean, it's really no different than that. Just you want to put thought into those and you certainly want to. Make sure that uh, it makes sense for those things to share a bowl. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. What's our question this week? Well, it's kind of a no brainer. It's what's your favorite salad? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can tell I put a lot of thought into that. <laughs> you know, but we've had some folks share some really amazing recipes and ideas, especially in the peas and carrots mm-hmm. society are, are uh, closed Closed? Yep. Yes. Closed. Not private. Yeah, I know. I get those mixed up. Yeah, the closed Facebook group, which you are more than welcome to join if you head out to ask to to, join to the page, peas and carrots society, and uh, lots of good tips in there, Mm -hmm. and and I know I've seen some good recipes of all sorts. So wouldn't surprise me if um, we get some more additions to that after this episode. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, we're just coming off of Thanksgiving and, you know, the the conversations around Thanksgiving in that group were just absolutely tremendous. I mean, we had people, members posting, you know, their their Thanksgiving plates and their, you know, along with recipes and along with ideas and asking questions. And we had so much awesome yeah, so definitely come hang with this group. It's uh, it's closed because we want people to feel open about, uh, <laughs> to feel free to, uh, you know, express any challenges that they might be having with like families or spouses or anything like that. And we keep that confidential. We don't want that to show up in anybody's Facebook feed or anything. So we have this as a closed group. But again, you're more than welcome to join this community. Um, just an awesome group of folks, very supportive of each other. And I am happy to be part of it. Absolutely. Uh, You know, and to get to that group, just uh, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash vegetarian zen. Awesome. All right. I think that does it for our episode this week. Until next time. Peace out. Bye. Thanks for joining us today on Vegetarian Zen. We've created a free resource for you to show you five ways to sneak more fruits and veggies into your diet. You can download it right now by visiting vegetarianzen.com. Until next time, wishing you a happy body and a healthy mind.